Welcome to Date Night. I'm Will, your friendly neighborhood game mom, a.k.a. your GM. And I'm Amy, and I play Kira. I'm married to Will. And I'm Will's nephew. I'm Sam, and I play the Grease Wizard. I'm Eva. I'm married to Sam, and I play Arin, the half-work barbarian. I'm Mike. I'm the fifth wheel, and I play Darren Hammerstone. And we play Dungeons and Dragons. Guys, we won some dice, by the way. Whoop, whoop. We should get them in a little while. Where do we win dice from? Uh, dice Envy. They said to post a picture of your party, and they would send one dice set each Envy. for each of the players. So, And then they just said, well, everybody who sent a picture won. Because I just not that many sent. Yeah. Um, and they could send them all. So send us your address. I was like, nice. Okay, that's, that's cool. Awesome. The kids so thanks, Dice Envy. Thanks, Dice Envy, for Thank sponsoring you. the show. Sort Thank of. You. In a way. Steve won Moon is Moon is Moon. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sam's notes are like the ramblings of an insane person. I glanced over. I thought it was a sheet Isaiah wrote. Steve won Moon is Moon is Moon. <laughs> That's my favorite poem. Hey, in order to get into the Grease Wizard character, I've got to take the notes. I'm going to read Sam's notes like a slam poem. I don't think it's that that hard for you to get to that character. Reaction. (laughs) That type of damage. Long rest. One charge one. A day. After taking damage, persuasion or deception. (laughs) Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Are we good to go? Is everybody good to go? I have a quick question. Okay. No. About homunculus stuff. Homunculi? Homunculi. Yeah. Yes, so, they die if you throw them in lava. Do they? Homunculus. Can we find out? They come back. Please? No. When they get reduced to zero, they, at, they gain one health the next morning. Mm-hmm. That's only if you recover it, correct? No, they're basically unkillable. They will try their best to get back to you for their entire existence, restoring back to one health point each time they die. How uh, can that work if they fall into lava? Well, they'll wake up the next morning, and then they'll die again in the lava, but they'll inch just a little bit closer. (laughs) (laughs) So in Blood, Sweat, and Tears, rules for building your own homunculus that you can find on Mm dmsguild.com. That's dmsguild.com. Um... Have I already started the ritual then? Not the 30-day ritual to transform it from a larval form to an adolescent. That's what the ritual does. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So the next time the moon is in the right stage, either moon is in the right stage, and you have your bowl. Steve Moon is always full, right? (laughs) Steve Steve Moon runs a really odd cycle. Uh, We'll have to go through sometime. But the... uh, you need your you need to encrust your bowl with your gems that you picked out and then uh and then just wait on the moon. <laughs> when is the moon gonna be full? Um never again. Well with two moons you can assume Never. Uh, your odds are twice generally as good. they're no every couple of weeks yeah, one of them comes party into has full. A new task. Destroy the moon. Is it in yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it in full? Now? No. Well, it's no. it's a uh, waxing gibbous right now, so very soon. No! Will you let me know when it is? I will. Thank you. May you roll you all You can try once. and get your bowl, bowl in order before then, I guess. 
And with that, we're ready to go, right? Never. Am I allowed to ask someone in-game what their alignment is? Um, You could ask. I don't know if that's how people would word it. (laughs) (laughs) So how would you describe your alignment? Hey, what's your sign? What's your favorite TV show? That would be way better than what's your sign, though. What's your alignment? We should just what start with that. What Steve were you born under? <laughs> we can make a dating, a dating a site where uh, one of the yes. <laughs> questions is filtered by alignment. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Let's stop the podcast. Let's, yep. let's get All right, coding. I'm going to pause it now. Okay. Last time you had a pretty rough encounter with a shambling mound and a few needle blights. Um, but because of... Yeah, a mambling shound. I'm not here. <laughs> Would have been nice to have had some heels. Mm. You were. T- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had. We it. love you, Mike. We're I had a cranial all dandle. Just moment. every interaction. It's Mike's fault. <laughs> uh, but the the ranger's new healing spell was particularly helpful after the combat, as all of you walked around and pet the deer uh, in, a, in a circle. I'm just trying to see us. Try to use that in combat. Wait, wait. Furiously walk in a circle. I feel better. <laughs> um, and that got most of you back up to close to full health. And then you took a short rest before uh, we quit last time. And you were most of the way to the labyrinth. You were traveling with uh, Max and one of his uh, brass oxen that had survived. And Tensor's floating disc was bringing up the rear with uh, Zevask. Is that the full name for Zev? And uh, Kira, you were riding on the back. No, you were in the wagon. Arin yes. and Zevask were on uh, Tensor's disc. How long does Tensor's disc last? Were we were we using it right, or was it supposed to last a shorter period we were of time? It for like two days, weren't we? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But he could recast it whenever yeah. we stopped writing it. Yeah, yeah. we just Last's suddenly fall hour. out of the sky. Is, oh, it, a, my butt. is it a ritual? <laughs> That's how Arn stays <laughs> awake on his long it was trips. A ritual again? Uh, it would have a tag next to the spell <laughs> in the book. <laughs> it seems like the kind of spell that might be a ritual. If it's a ritual, then you can cast it. You'd have to stop every ten minutes to recast it. I mean, I did or, have. I the, mean, every hour. I did have the spell book. So, so you're like, to stop once an hour, anyways. You know, stretch your legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stand up. Prevent any. Yeah. yeah. Potty breaks. It probably shouldn't be used for long-term travel. It is a ritual. Yes. So, so every hour you could stop for ten minutes and recast it. So I'm going to go ahead and erase that first spell level slot. spell slot that I used for it. Okay. Just waited an extra 10 minutes. And and you know what? I'm starting the ritual once, you know, once I'm like, okay, it's about that time, 50 right. minutes. I'm starting that ritual ready to re-up it. Okay. He sits on the back of the wagon with his legs crossed and um Is that the ritual? Apparently. Yeah, that that's Canonically. That's <laughs> <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I like it. I'm okay. Down. So while you're taking um, or you're finishing up your short rest, it's starting to move into the evening of your second day of travel. Um, You know that you're fairly close to the labyrinth, but ahead of you on the road, you see these kind of two lighted dots just form up ahead um, in like near a crook of the road where there's a 
uh, a section of uh, jungle, and you can just sort of see them maybe 15 feet off the side of the road. Do they look like the eyes, or do they look like two separate dots? Um, you can roll a perception check. Mm-hmm. They're they're close enough together, first of all, that eight they could be. Um, they could be eyes. There may be. They, and they're off in the woods. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ready an arrow. Okay. And just continue moving forward. Well, I'm not driving. Max is. Okay. So that's is he up the to him. That sees it? Um, no. I'm. If you're in the wagon, so I got a twelve. Greasy, yeah. You think it might be eyes of something staring at you from ahead. Is Major it night? Just book. It's <laughs> not night yet. Okay, but there's still it's dark and shadowy in the undergrowth of the jungle over there, Mike, which sort of allowed again. them to glow a little bit. Mike, say that uh, again. I'll just cast Mage Hand and Three Stooges. That yeah, that's Three Stooges. It yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, roll a. Uh, Dexterity check. check. Are you really doing this? Of course he is. Mm, this would be a great time for ten. a nat 20. No. Oh. No, so... That's one eye, right? He gets one eye. <laughs> as your mage hand kind of floats over there. Yeah, you see this wooden arm come up and just block the purplish arcane mage hand. A wooden arm. Mm-hmm. And then Does he uh, do the whole like spinning thing and then I go with the other mage hand and then try it again and then there's that <laughs> whole like really zany No, it's not combat. Too, it's just uh very shortly zany, I guess. But then nah. uh with that, this thing knows that you've seen it and it starts to step out of the uh jungle and you can see it looks like it's a, a wood woad and you could roll a, a perception check to see if he's what else do you notice about like it? Like how big of that a one's wood. a nineteen. Okay. Now that I see it, I know what exactly who it is and what it is. That was what? a nineteen, but without the teen. Is okay. it like a human <laughs> hey, size? Got a nine two. Yeah. So, but I can't see. Um, it's about five, about five feet tall. Oh, um, it's little. Kira, with the nineteen, you see that this thing looks a little worse off than when you saw Winston returning from the south back to uh, Raven Tree after he was sort of fighting with um, some corruption before he went over to the river to try and Wasn't well, he like on death's doorstep? Mm-hmm. Hail Woodwood. How fair you. <laughs> <laughs> that was loud in my ears. I should probably take these off now. No, that I guess that could keep me in line if you, if you have them on, but... So do you guys want to just, like, go around it? <laughs> all right. Well, hello. How long well met, right? And all that. What you need? And it starts shambling toward you. All and, right. And then it steps next to a tree beside the road and vanishes. Okay. Good that. Let's keep going. Draw my arrow just a little bit. Anyway, that was right. weird. I need you to roll a, a new perception check. Oh my god! Nineteen. Dice. Oof. Six. Three. Uh, still. Sixteen. I need you to roll off with me, Kira, because we have a tie. Dun 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 dun. Flat roll is a fourteen. All right, um, Kira, you see him emerge right before he's about to take a swing, 
at Aaron on top of Tensor's <laughs> desk as he steps out of another giant tree behind the uh, wagon. Can I do like a surprise thing? No, but you basically detected him. If you give Aaron a heads up, he won't get a surprise. That's basically. Aaron, watch out! Ah! <laughs> 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 All right. With that, ah, uh, let's roll initiative. Nat 20. I should take up voice acting. 21. Uh, Fake 20. 15. All right, hold on. Let, let me do this again. So uh, a lot of those sounded high. 20 or over? Nat 20. 21. Fake 20. Wow. This is a good way for you folks to start it off. I was like, that... pretty happy when I got a 15. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's okay. I got a two, uh, right? Max. All right. Uh, Kira, with that, you do have a shot if you you want to. Uh, Has it acted saw it, yet? I guess that, that makes sense. No, it was getting Sweet. ready to, but you saw it before it could. I am going to remember this thing that I got at level one. I have advantage on things that have not acted yet. Okay. I think this is my first time I'm actually using this at <laughs> level five. <laughs> well, better late than never. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, not nat 20. That's going to hit, oddly enough. <laughs> five. Okay, so five piercing damage. And I get to go again, right? You do. You watch the arrow stick into the thing and kind of, you know, where it shakes, but it doesn't look like it digs super deep into it. 19. That also hits. 10. Okay, same thing. Plus two. Oh, okay. Uh, so this one, that would be 12. Again, it sticks in, but it doesn't look like this thing is too phased by uh, arrows striking into it. Quick, right. somebody do magic. Grease wizard. Uh, <laughs> on yeah. cue. I'll cast a fire bolt at it. Woo woo. Okay. Set him on fire. Um, let me find that. That's 2d10 if I hit. That's an 18 plus 8. Yeah, I'd say that hits. <laughs> okay. All right, and that's 2d10. Is this it? Yeah, that looks like it's it. 10, 6, 16. Okay. On nice. the other hand, for fire, <laughs> it looks like it has a big effect on this thing, as you see this just engulfed uh, in flames at this particular time. Aaron, it's right next to you, getting ready to take a swing at your knees. I, ru- I run little, up to the tree, which high. I guess is still on fire, <laughs> <laughs> and take a swing at the still burning tree with my politer smiter. Okay. Set to kill mode, right? Set to kill. Um, and that's a 20, but not an at 20. That hits. You guys are rolling good today. Don't Don't mention <laughs> it. Wait, my dice is melting in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then that hits for uh, 15. 15, and that's slashing, right? I believe so. So you chop into it, um, and the axe digs in really deep and leaves this black kind of sap uh, oozing out of it. Oh, look what you got on my axe. Poor thing. That's it's my favorite happy. axe. <clears throat> Wait, keep that. We can have pancakes later. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> what? Uh, no. Lighted syrup. That's the best type of syrup. Oh. Bonus action soul <laughs> That mark. sounded like a jingle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> what was the jingle? 
I went. I said, blighted syrup is the best kind of syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. By blighted. Okay. Um, Zev casts what? Soul, mar- soul mark. With the uh, faux bear. Faux bear. Yeah. What does that take? Is that a bonus? Or? Bonus action. Okay. You can mark the soul of a human. Oh, humanoid. Yeah, this counts. Uh, this counts. Because this is a creature, a woodwoad is a creature that had the soul of a humanoid bound to a tree in order to serve the forest. So, okay. uh, what? This would qualify. Okay. So then. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that's that. It's just common woodwode knowledge. <laughs> I mean, any woodwodesman would, would, would know that. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> the wows, the, the woodwodesman of the world. The wows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So roll for attack. Attack is oh three six seven no three six nine ten ten to hit ten no this he just ducks. Sam's over here coming up with an actual jingle now. I get to attack again. You do attack action. Okay, thirteen. Are you adding your? Charisma modifier and 14, your, and your proficiency I bonus. Strength instead of, uh, I did all those things except for just out of habit. I did strength instead okay. of charisma. So charisma is one higher. So one 14. Higher. Okay, nope. Two just yeah. uh, slashes above it. Uh, Max commands uh, Fresnel to shine his light over on the Woodwode, which will give Max uh, advantage on this next attack as he pulls out his double barrel and shoots it at the Woodwode. Uh, good thing it's at advantage, because otherwise that would have been a 7. That's a 20, so that hits. And he does 12 points of damage with his first attack, as you watch all this bark go flying off the thing. And he doesn't have advantage on the next attack. And misses with his second, and then uses his bonus action to reload. Uh, the Woodwode is next to act, and it's... Been oh, it hasn't this, died yet? This whole time <laughs> attempting to take a swing with its club, uh, try and Tanya Harding Aaron's knees. Oh. <laughs> and that is a... That is a verb. Yeah, it's become a verb. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. To hit me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it will hit me Oof, in the knee. In my seven. knees. That's 11 knee damage. Do I need to write down that it's knee damage? (laughs) No, it's just bludgeoning damage. Poor Nancy. Okay. Is he still on fire? He is on fire. And he swings again. And that's a nat 20. So. Does that hit, Aaron? (laughs) At me? Yeah. It's not just you guys rolling high today, I guess. Wait, was that attacking me too? It yeah. was another attack. At your other knee. You have two knees. Oh, no. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry. one high knee. I am a little a knee, spaced a knee out today. 19, no, 20, I didn't hear. 24 said, points of bludgeoning he rolled, damage. You rolled a 20. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 24 points of bludgeoning damage. I eat 24 time. points of bludgeoning damage for breakfast. And Please don't hit me that hard knees. again. Um, out of the woods, <laughs> in front of the wagon, step four of the needle blights again. Oh, come Jeez, on. Guys. And they just shoot into the front of the wagon. Two are going to shoot at Kira and two at Max, as they're the ones all the way in the front. 
So the two out Kira. Ooh, that's a 13 and a natural 20. No and yes. So double the dice. Man, all these guys have D4s. Uh, three, seven, eight, nine points of damage. Okay. As one of the needles just sticks deep into your shoulder. The other two fire at um, Max and just sail over his head. Comes back around to you, Kira. You've got four needle blights basically in a line blocking the front of the road uh, that had just stepped out to sort of stop you from moving forward. And the woodwode is in the back near Aaron. I've got our area of effect spells. You get the woodwode. <laughs> okay, you're answering my question. I was looking to see if Ensnaring Strike could catch more than one creature. I don't know. I don't think so. It's Ensnaring Strike, not Ensnaring Strikes. Nope, it doesn't. I'll or go ensnaring at the... Um... Woodwode? Yes. With regular attack or with Ensnaring Strike? With my bow. Okay. Yes, regular attack. Sorry. Okay. Get him. Mm-hmm. Um, 27. Yes. Get yep. him! That, that sort of hits. Nine plus five, so 14. Okay. This arrow goes into one of his woodwode eyes, and he... Crashes down to the ground. And bonus action, I can turn around and not bonus. He's still on fire. Oh, no, it's the start of his turn. He's not on fire anymore at the start. But the way that the Woodwoods worked, basically, if you didn't hit him with fire, he would regen health at the start of his turn. But he's dead now, so I can tell you Good call. And second attack, I spin back around and attack one of the needle blights then. Yep, you can do that. So Woodwood is dead? Woodwood's dead. How big are the needle blights? They are uh, pretty skinny, and they're maybe only about four and a half feet tall. Okay. And yet I hit it with 22. That hits, for sure. <laughs> wow. Plus with 11 damage. Okay. You, Did I kill one? Yeah. <laughs> Do you just roll a D8 needle, and get and eight? Like a, a Christmas tree after, a month after Christmas, and you're trying to pull it out of your house. Just needles everywhere. It's just a mess. Unless you buy artificial trees. All right, Grease Wizard, you got <laughs> That's three, what we're talking about. <laughs> three needle blights um, lined up maybe five feet away from each other I in front of soul. you trying to block the road. Yes, you do. I forgot about I, that. I should mention that. What? Since you soul huh? marked the woodwode, you watch as this sort of green, but it's not shaped like the woodwode. It's this orcish shape goes inside your uh, from the dead woodwode into your sword foe bearer. Your what? What? I hate that. I did not see that. <laughs> That's so All right. shady. Alright, um, well, I'm gonna hit Shatter with these. <coughs> I'm gonna hit you Shatter. Okay. Um, the the rest of the... That, that the seems like an appropriate action. Shattering a Christmas tree. The needle. <laughs> <laughs> well, this might actually so come out around roll, Christmas time. Uh, three constitution Maybe. saving throws. All right, go ahead and roll your damage. Next Christmas. It. <laughs> might anyway. come out around Christmas time. Maybe. Mm. 17 points of damage. Uh, one doesn't... Uh, 19, 15, and 3. I'm guessing um, one of those fails. Yeah, they have to beat a two 16. Fail. Two fail. Okay, two fail. So how much was the damage? 17. 
All right, so the other one takes eight. Mm-hmm. So two just explode, and the other shrinks down to the size of a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Aww. And it's... Uh, <laughs> Can we keep him? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's Aaron's turn. The uh, Woodwode has fallen, uh, but there's one needle blight still ahead of you, maybe 40 feet in, up in front of the wagon. The The little one? Yeah, just the little little baby groups. I want to make an unarmed (laughs) attack. At who? The little one. Okay, well, you can run up there, I guess. You have... Yeah. You're up to 40 feet, aren't you now? Yeah, I'm up to 40 feet. So you just charge up to it and punch it? Is that the... Well, I wanted to grab it and snap it in half. Okay. Oof. (laughs) Roll an unarmed strike. Um, is that plus my strength? Mm-hmm, and your proficiency, just like your regular attack. Uh, 20. Yeah. <laughs> and go ahead and roll, um, uh, d4. I'm snapping it in half. Mm-hmm. Three. Plus your strength modifier. Seven. Okay, you pick up this tiny little baby <laughs> needle blight Groot and just snap <laughs> it over your knee <laughs> and throw it to both sides. And it's like, hey, I'm Groot. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I am dead. Okay, uh, that's it. You've taken out sort of that woodwode and the needle blights, and Max says, I've had enough of these woodwodes and these shambling mounds and these needle blights. Let's get to the labyrinth. Hey, at least you didn't die this time. Uh, this was much better than the last time, I Indeed. must say. I'm at, like, half health. Yeah, I can do Oof. nothing about that. What does that do? I did cure wounds. That was six plus eight plus two. So 16. 16. Thank you. You're welcome. Very good. I feel a lot better now. Okay. I can put this ambush away. That was appropriately called an ambush. Ah! It actually wasn't. I just thought of that right now. Okay. But after uh, maybe another two hours of traveling before it completely uh, reaches dusk, you reach the labyrinth. Uh, It's an imposing stone city with these, like, crenellated walls 35 feet high, and there's goblins pacing back and forth on the top. There's a huge gate with iron bars. It's currently open, and there's two or three ox carts uh, going in and nothing coming out at this particular moment. You can see through the opening in the gate that there's just a maze of these strips of buildings which look like they're poured like concrete instead of stacked stone. They all basically look the same. Uh, There may be different heights or different sizes, but you can see how it would be easy to get lost uh, in this place. The path seems to vanish between these buildings as it's blocked by another row because the building is not really set up in blocks. It's just sort of uh, haphazard. Um, Outside of the city, you can see there are some goblins and a hobgoblin who are checking one of the ox carts before it goes in. Uh, Looks like they're getting some paperwork from somebody and actually unhooking the wagons and attaching them to their own oxen. Also outside the city, you see there are four buildings, one which is obviously a stable's uh, because it's it's got some horses uh, outside of it and some, again, oxen and other pack animals. 
Uh, there's also two inns, one called the Goblin, the other called the Outsider Inn, and then there's a, a place that says Daffodel's General Store. And um, Max says, Ah, the labyrinth. I have not been home in so long. We have made it. It feels good to... The I don't know, Goblin? Get, get off the road. Yes, the Goblin is a place for traveling goblins to stay. Um, and uh, the uh, Outsider Inn is a place for non-goblins. You may notice our city is um, not the most friendly to non-goblinoids. Fantastic. Um, they are usually not allowed, but with your pass to the Rock Seeker Forge, I am sure you will be able to at least visit the forge. You may not be allowed to stray into other portions of the city. You may uh, go to the Outsider Inn or the General Goods Store. Uh, those are fair game for any travelers. Otherwise, you will need permissions to go to those other places. Um, actually, I think for us, this is where we will part. I cannot invite you into the city myself without getting proper permits, which would take me much time. Uh, you will have to use your invitation to get in. And again, I don't think you will be allowed to see me. Uh, I will start making uh, the arrangements to get a permit to send back to Raven Tree so that you could visit me on a future time. Should you ever come back this way, you would be able to use it. But it might not be available for some weeks. Like right. if we miss you a lot? or Yes, or if you decide you want to see any new creations that uh, I, I have, or uh, when I am back into the backpack business, maybe I will be back on the road again uh, doing so. In fact, if you are successful in your quest, as I understand it, I think there will be a lot of wastelands for me to travel in the south and sort of pick up the scraps of, of the old world, and that is what I do best. All right. You got any parting gifts for us? Actually, I have no more backpacks, but I do have somebody I think would be helpful for you in your travels in the Underdark. And this is Fresnel. Right. Um, so Fresnel is this little tinkered servant who looks like this. All right. We've sort of described he's got this like lighthouse light for a head yeah. and this cartoonishly small, tiny body with like this tubular uh, section. And he says... <laughs> totally uh, tubular he's, section. He's very tubular. <laughs> and in my little picture that I drew here, he's got a little name tag that says Fresno. <laughs> so that's canon. Yeah, definitely. Um he would be very helpful for you in the Underdark, and I will be stuck at home for quite some time. I should have plenty of time to tinker and, and build some, some new creations uh, to, to fill up my new wagon when I am ready to go again. Uh, so if he would be of help to you, uh, that would be of help to me, because I would like to get back on the road again eventually, and I cannot do that if uh, the road is full of this blight. Oh, Max... I would love to say that we can't accept this, but we can. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, as long as Kalman doesn't mind having another tinker buddy, robot friend, whatever, I think it's okay. Kalman's not here right now. Right. Well, he's going to come back. 
You don't know that. We can't have two people leaving us in the same afternoon. It's like, it's been several days. Right. But oh, wait, he left, left the same. The oh, same yeah, afternoon. my bad. Right. Uh, it's been, was it yesterday? I guess it was only, no, it was a couple days a couple ago. Days. Right. Yeah, but the, mm-hmm. but it was the same day same that Calman vanished. that they left. Well, we, vanished. didn't know that until the next morning that Calman was gone. So. Right, right, that's true. And I'm splitting Technicality! That's true, that was when he disappeared. That right. is what people so enjoy most about been, D&D. Yes, okay, so let me get this straight, that in the same 24-hour period, right? Is that better for you guys? Is that fine? Is this Kara's sitting there sniffing and rubbing her nose and digging in her bag for some of her liquor. Because she's sad. There's a tear going down my face, and I put it in a vial. <laughs> okay, save it for later. <laughs> I do not know any of these people, but I feel like I'm going to be blamed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're on thin ice. <laughs> um, so... I guess good luck. All right. See you next time. Give him a high five. Run to the general store. Okay. Let me give you guys Fresnel. Fresnel works in a similar way to the spell squirrel, which is a new thing I'm tinkering with, which is the idea of things that attune to a party instead of attuning to an individual. So this guy is a party... He's a parting gift, but he's a he's, he's a, a party guy. He's, right? he's attuned to the party. Gift. His Fresnel head pops in and a disco ball comes out. <laughs> That's better than what I was thinking of for some reason, a pinata. But yeah, a disco ball would make a lot more sense with the lights. Yes. A little party buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, and he has that canonically. You, you can't can, tell me different. <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, I got to add a new ability for him called Disco, disco Going Down or something. Um, Dancing lights. Good. Um, it's nice in fantasy. Yeah, that, th- that is a cantrip. Yes, it is. So the idea with a, a party attunement is you can have as many items attuned to the party as you generally have members traveling. So for you would be you could have up to four. Cool. Um, Five, Calman. Until well, Calman reappears. We remember Calman, that he, we remember, he's not here this time, but now we, now we remember him. Now that him. it's convenient. I get it. <laughs> now that we need the storage space. So he, Pocket he moves, dimension. Like he moves on his own initiative during combat, but he can't attack. He can, um, he can only disengage, dodge, hide, or dash. But you can use your, um, some of his charges up to do a few special abilities. So first of all, uh, it says here he's got 15 hit points. If he dies, if he gets reduced to zero, you have to do a, a tinkering check with the parts of a hooded lantern to try and repair him. So you would need those if, if he needed to be repaired. He has eight charges, and he regains 1d8 daily at dawn in terms of charges. If you use the last one, he has a chance of basically exploding, and you would need to fix them. Okay. Um, he has Cone of Illumination that he can use one charge for, and he can do that for up to eight hours, basically blast a 30-foot cone of light in any direction. Uh, that's just for helping you see. It doesn't do any anything else special. He has Focused Illumination, which takes two charges, and that's what Max used to get advantage on an attack. So you can use your bonus action to command him to point his light at a bad guy, and then the next attack against that creature is at advantage. 
So you can make that attack or the next person can. Um, and then finally, for four charges, you can use blinding illumination, which is where he shines a strobe light, basically, at a creature within 150 feet. <laughs> and they have to make a constitution save or be blinded for a minute. So those are the three different things that Fresnel can do. And everybody else looks like they're moving in slow motion. Right. <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's very cool. Um, Anyway, if you have him ha- as an item, like he's not walking around and dormant, he won't take any damage. But if he's out and walking with you, like Shining Light, or you're using him in, throughout your combat, then he has a chance of being damaged, and you might have to fix him with lantern parts. What if he's out and combat starts? Can we put him, like, in a bag? Yeah, you, could, you can put him away if you're done with him to keep him safe and turn him back into, like, an object. But it, would it be what like a, would it be an action or a bonus action? He just action? goes back into his glass ball. Would it be like an action or a bonus action if you were in combat and you wanted to turn him off? And- I don't think I put that on there. I probably should. That would probably be an action. Turning his light on and off is a bonus action. Using any of his abilities is a bonus action. But I think making him dormant or not dormant would probably take an action. So you got Fresnel. What are you doing with him for now? Are you keeping him packed up or? Yeah. Okay. I think. Hey, I'm Sam, and you're listening to Date Night Podcast. If you're interested in homebrew items, class race options, and other unique things about the show, you can get more information about a lot of them from our friendly neighborhood game moms, Dungeon Master Guild Titles. That's my uncle. You can find all of those titles by going to datenightpodcast.com or search for Will Mayer on dmsguild.com. There are titles like Path of Fury for the Barbarian, my personal favorite, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Rules for Building Your Own Homunculus, Bloodlines for New Races, Backgrounds, Feats, and Crinkle Fire Touches, Guide to Homebrew Magic Items, made for your campaign. Now, let's get back to the story and see what dumb thing we're going to do next. Grease Wizard was running to the general store, I think. Was that appropriate? Yep. Is anybody following? Or is he just I guess off I to... have to follow because I guess I, got the I list. will. I'll go. Yeah, you have the list of things which you were told the Rock Seeker Forge probably wouldn't want. But they said maybe a place, you know, a different sort of place would trade for some of those items. Okay, so all of you walk into this. It's a pretty large store, and everything's in perfect order. But it does seem that the shelves are really bare in a lot of places. So there's barrels and baskets that are empty or nearly half empty on the end caps of these aisles. Some have a smattering of rations. Others have lengths of chain or rope kept neatly in order. A few weapons hanging in the racks. There's tools, traps, traveling supplies. Again, it's really neat, but it's sparse. Any bowls? Any farmer's tools, fishing hooks, bows, or arrowheads, metal armor, siege engine, nails? I'll have a list for you. Uh, Great! Momentarily, I think. There's a small goblin man humming behind the counter. <laughs> My second favorite episode of D8 Night after the bureaucracy one is the one where they spend the entire time grocery shopping. Shopping. That's basically <laughs> what I think we'll be doing for a little while. Um, he's got long silver hair braided really tight in the back and held out like of his Like cornrows? Eyes. 
No, just like two really long <laughs> braids down the back. Um, and he's got a, a silver headband holding it out of his eyes in the front. And he's just humming. So he packs up a nice set of clothes and some brown paper and pulls some string from a dispenser brown on the counter. Tied up with um, and wraps it up. And he finishes his task. And he makes eye contact with you walking in the door and sees the whole party. And his eyes just light, light up. He says, wow, boy, oh my, don't you look like a couple of real well-traveled Johns and Jones. And I walk out of the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ya. anyway, yeah. <laughs> we all leave. What's, ne- what's up next? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the, uh, <laughs> there's the, uh, I think Kira and outsider still in. in and they're, yeah, uh, we'll go you're back still around. in. We're in the we're in the circle door, and we just kept going. Oh yeah, I forgot to say he had one of those revolving doors. <laughs> I think Kira so we're stayed on our inside. Trip around. Yeah. Well, welcome back. <laughs> well, welcome to Daffodel's General Store. I am the titular goblin, meaning Daffodel himself. Um, just to let you know, we're a little low on supplies right now, but that's because I'm having a sale, a going under siege <laughs> sale, actually, because, well, <laughs> if the news holds, pretty soon the labyrinth will be going under siege. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to sell as many things as possible so that I don't have to try and store them in my little studio apartment back in the city. But that's too much about me. Too much. I, I just, well, one more thing about me. I just want to be liquid enough to purchase the other sorts of things that I might need to make the most of my time under siege because it's so rare that we get those opportunities to just stay in for a while. <sighs> so please, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, just look around. Enjoy my wares. <laughs> We've never met before. They're just... the nicest things in town. No expenses spared. I've got bows and arrows. Oh, no. Supplies galore. <laughs> I've got backpacks and blankets, tents, and more. So please no. take your time here at Daffodel's General Store. <laughs> Sorry, I just get so excited to show off my wares that I can hardly contain myself. Anywho, so please, uh, sorry, uh, uh, just take your time. I'll be over here. Just if you have any questions, any questions about anything, <laughs> just please, please just ask. Was that a jingle or was that just like off the dome? <laughs> oh, you know he's playing this. No, I know, but in, in the in narrative. Oh. All right, hello. Hello, listen. I've got five pounds of these rare dragon scales. Ooh, dragon scales. What color are they? The blue. The color blue. of your eyes. That must have been a really nasty dragon if it was blue. My eyes are gray, by the way. <laughs> I'm a little colorblind. Oh, that's okay. Um, colorblind. Yeah, I oh, love- so you're going to say in the middle of this series that you're colorblind <laughs> and then never mention it again? Well, I can't go can through lying. this again. They did that in X-Files. They did that in the X-Files. <laughs> there was one episode where the literally the entire plot hinged around Mulder, Mulder being, being colorblind, colorblind, and then they never mentioned it again, ever. <laughs> While you're looking around, if you're not talking, I'll go ahead and pass the supplies <laughs> around. But, um, no, but, I want to talk more thanks, about the X-Files. Thanks for talking about uh, my eyes anyway. But, um, yes, what can I help you with? I want to sell these to you. Mm-hmm. How much you take for them? How much would I take for them? 
Um, I'd take them for free. Well, no, you know what I mean. It's my accent. Don't make fun of me. Don't be dumb. <laughs> How much you give me for them, right? Let me speak your language. The, I guess you mean translation. Um, never mind, never mind. Uh, I mean, I could give you... How many... Uh, I could put them on my scale. Right, I got five pounds of these mm-hmm. dragon scales. Can I put them on my scale? Um, as long as I'm watching, right? Okay, well, it's right here. All right, yeah, let's do it. He puts it on the scale, and he's moving the little balance weights back and forth. Puts a little monocle on his eye. This is actually slightly over five pounds, but yeah, you're about right. Um, I think for those, I could probably give you... Are, are you looking for credit, or are you looking for coin? Well, let me look at this sheet here, see what you got. Uh, how much you give me for coin? Um, I mean, probably... They gotta be worth 50 gold a pound. Alright, yeah, that sounds good. How much you give me for credit? I could maybe make it 300 for credit. A pound? No, for, for, the, for, the, for the whole shebang. So, five... Uh, 250 versus 300. Oh, bloody hell. Give me the coin. All right? Except, hold on. Hold on. Can I get... You got any clay um, clay bowls here? All right? Yeah, I've, I've got some bowls. Can you throw in a bowl and two, 240, maybe? S- sure, sure. All right, yeah. And um, would you like... Um, I've got red clay bowls, gray clay bowls, and I've got bluestone bowls. I want... Um, hold on. Does it matter? Um, yeah, let's get a gray clay, right? Gray clay, good choice. As he walks down the aisle and goes to find a bowl. You've written on this sheet, closing up shop, sale prices. And sale is in all caps and underlined. (laughs) Yeah, so the sheet has the prices and how many of any particular items are available and what their sale prices are. Comes back, hands you the 250 gold and a, a pretty nice but plain clay bowl. All right. Thank you so much, Chop. Certainly. And I'm going to go tinker, put the dime, the jewels inside. Okay, that might... I'll start doing it at least. Okay. Maybe we should get a hooded lantern so we can replace parts if what's-his-name breaks. Probably. Mm-hmm. So have have some of those? Yeah. Do I have the authority to barter all of Max's stuff and everything? It wasn't Max's. That was what um, the village uh, Pippi had. Pigeon Toe had collected from all of the villagers as a donation to try and, you know, give you something more valuable for trade. So that would be stuff that you were given to try and trade here in Labyrinth. So, yeah, that would be the idea. This will take me some time to go through and catalog everything. Yeah, so you you have an idea of some of the things that you need for Raventree, and then mm-hmm. all of you, too, you know, sort of the next leg of this uh, adventure might have you traveling through the Underdark for a while. Um, so this is also your chance to kind of stock up on some things that you might not be able to scrounge up in Raven Tree that you might need for that. So um, if it's something you think you might need that isn't there, we, I mean, we could try and see if he has it. But that's basically the gear from, you know, out of the book and, and how much of it he has and how much he doesn't. 
I'll go ahead and make sure I have all my like stuff, my magical stuff as well. Your components. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think you can you can do that. You can restock it. But I think when we read about how the arcane focus works, like it replaces those. Oh. So. Right on, right on. If you have your focus, which is your paintbrush, um, it replaces those unless they have a numerical value next to them in the spell. Cool. So, like, there's a spell that requires a thousand, thousand gold. gold piece. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, I'll make sure I have the things I need, like mandrake root, okay. bone, those type of things. Oh, the stuff to make the homunculus? Yeah. You could probably get those for uh, just a couple silver pieces. Say one gold. Okay. As I said, this is going to take me a while. Okay, well, do you want to talk it out with some of the different options that you have? (laughs) Well, I don't see farmer's tools or fishing hooks on this list. Anywhere. This would probably be the place to ask about those things. Clearly she doesn't want to do that. (laughs) There were some tools that you saw hanging on the wall when you came in. All right, how about this? Guys, Give me that. About... I snatch up the list and I hand it to him. How many? How much of this can you get me? Um, I don't have the lists. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amy's got the lists. <laughs> All right, fine. Do it yourself. I'm going to go. So we are from Raven Tree. And... Raven Tree. Wow, what a journey you must have made. I heard oh, that the roads so are dangerous. It was fun. That's not the half of it. We almost died a couple times. Oh, I'm so sorry. But you came all that way just to shop here at Daffodils? Some of it, yeah. <laughs> so here's a manifest of what we have. Oh, you have all kinds of things. Oh, you didn't come to shop. You came to sell. And pick up some stuff, too. Cider? I could certainly um, use some of these. I mean, I'm not trying to purchase too much inventory, but a lot of these things are people... You know, things that people are looking for as they're coming through and sort of fleeing. Um, right, the, and all that time in your around. studio apartment, you might want some ciders to stock oh, up on. Th- believe me, the ciders will be for me. Those aren't going anywhere at all if I can get my hands on those. Um, probably, I could probably stock up on, on some of the fruit and things, too. Um, and I could certainly sell things like the blankets. I've been running low on those. Um, do you just want uh, a total on, on all of these uh, things in your wagon? Could I come out and have a look at them? Sure, great. That'd be awesome. Okay. While he's out there, I'm going to loot. <laughs> <laughs> How much fits in my pocket? <laughs> okay. Um, he, he does walk out to go look at the wagon, so you're going to stay inside? Yeah. All right. What, Hand I me was, that list. I will stay with him. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm neutral good. All right, um, so he goes out, looks it over. Oh, these casks, uh, these this cider's from silver. This is golden apple cider. This is the good stuff. I know my oh, ciders, yes. believe me. Um, hmm, rice, yeah, sure. Um, hmm. Hold on, let me pull out my pocket abacus. And it's like super fast, sliding back and forth. Uh, hmm. I mean, this is probably worth about 150 gold. I could maybe give you 200 in credit. That's not what you have written on that list. 
Well, this is the gold pieces. I know. I'm looking at the numbers on the side. Okay, I don't remember those being five. Okay, <laughs> sure. Okay. Do you want the gold or the credit? Credit would get me more, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, then let's go with that. Okay, so it's about 200 in credit that you'd have at the store. So, again, um, some <laughs> of the things... I think that's just enough to get the most expensive thing he has. Some of the things, you know, you could get at the store, um, but he doesn't have a lot of the the metal type things that you were looking for from Raven Tree or for Raven Tree, but the general supplies he's got quite a few of, and some of those things would qualify as what they were asking for. So, I did find some of the fishing hooks and bows and stuff. Okay. Would you be willing to trade me for maybe a dozen and a half short bows and long bows and some fishing hooks and maybe some farmer's tools? Um, can I see? I don't know how many of those bows I even have that he has. You have 20 written oh, down for okay. short bows. I'm trying to get a discount here, by the way. He's got eight long bows. So, like, eight of those and, like, eight short bows or something? Maybe 10 or 12. Okay. Fantasy Sam's Club, where all your <laughs> dreams come true. Gotta go to the bathroom. I said Sam's Club. Oh, that makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. Does anybody else want to see that while it's... Uh, Let your boy see I'm that. I'm too tired think to think about shopping in real life. <gasps> Oh. oh, yeah, you're inside. So while Amy's gone, uh, you it's pretty quick. I mean, but you, you got a couple minutes in here, maybe. All right. Um, Literally everything on this list is like one gold piece, three gold pieces, seven gold piece. And then there's mm-hmm. one item that's 750. <laughs> Spyglass. I would like to I, stand I in bet front you of him grab... to block so that no one can see what he is doing. Okay. I'm not All sure. Right. You're cool. I'm, I'm not, not sure. <laughs> do they have food? Seriously, do they have food on that yeah, list? Yeah, there's some rations yeah. in, in a barrel. Can you get like a little bag of jerky from a rat, please? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a mouse. <laughs> mouse. He's all grown up. I'm now. pretty sure mice, <laughs> mice I'm pretty work. sure mice are vegetarians. Right. No, um, no, mice are not vegetarians. No, yeah, they'll eat. Mice will eat anything. Oh, okay. They'll eat you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they'll eat you. I'm comfortable with that. Does there happen to be a bag of holding here? <laughs> Not at least out on the shelves. <laughs> can I search he, real quick? He's going to supermarket sweep uh, into roll. a bag of holding. <laughs> 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 you could roll a uh, investigation check. Nothing too expensive. Look, be cool. Uh, Get the spyglass. 12. Uh, I mean, it looks like a lot of the... Stuff on the shelves here are With not an assist from super, super Mr. fancy. Zev, Zev? You're helping roll him look assist. around? Yeah, sure. Roll okay. again. Roll advantage. That's a nat 20 plus 8. Okay. Wow. You see um, that there's a door uh, on the one side of the of the general store. I go Looks look like th- a smaller... I go look in there. Okay, you peek back in the door. Uh-huh. All right, I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw, please. 
All right. That's a seven. Okay. Always check for traps. You're hit for five thunder damage as you hear a thunderous uh, thunder wave echo out and scatter. A what kind of thunder wave? thunderous thunder wave um, echo out from above the doorway mm-hmm. and you feel it kind of blow down on you like a really extreme version of those things the that try to keep things. the cold air out <laughs> when you're walking in. Um, and some of the items on the nearest shelf uh, go flying. What kind of items? Um, over there. Can I have the thing I'm about? Uh, near the back door, there were actually a few glass bottles that shattered. And then there was some paper and parchment that went flying around the room. Can't eat paper. Um, basically, that's about what went flying around. Okay. Okay. Does it look like he's coming back in or? Um, you might still have a minute. Is there anything in the back room? Okay, so, yeah, as you peek around in the corner, make a new investigation check. That's a 14 plus 8. Okay. Yeah. Um, you do see that there's point, a little... Zev is no longer cool with this. I'm going to go to the other side of the shop. Oh, so okay. you were fine stealing until you got caught. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so there's a, um, a chest in, in this room with a lock on it, and there are, there are some shelves with a little bit finer... Um, still general type items, mm-hmm. um, but they're a little bit finer. Is there anything more specific that you're looking for? This would be like where the spyglass is, like it wasn't out on the floor. Ah, uh, um, I I want to pick the lock. Okay, using my lock picks tools. Yeah, do you have proficiency with yeah. that? Yeah. So you get to add your dex have and you your proficiency bonus. Have you ever picked a lock bonus. before? 17 plus dex, you said? And proficiency. So, 23. Yeah, that. just stick the tools in there. You find the little pins and release the tumblers, like, right away. What's in there? Um, well, we're going to roll to see that. I'm going to go to the front door and be a lookout. I thought I you weren't cool with this anymore. I don't want to get caught in the back room, but I'll be happy to be a lookout. Ar- this whole time, Aaron has just been like leaning against a back wall, like not stopping it, but not helping. Oh, you're just, in, you're just observing. Too. Okay, I'll, I rolled for Kira since she's outside. When you're looking out, Zev, you see that they're looking through the cart, and despite the thunder wave, it doesn't look like either of them have sort of looked back at the building. But it does look like um, uh, Daff is putting some of the things back like he's getting ready to wrap up in the cart. 30 seconds! I need you to roll a D100, please. 96. 96. All right, Hayward's Handy Haversack. (gasps) I love the name of that. What does that do? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Wondrous item rare. This backpack has a central pouch and two side pouches, each which is an interdimensional space. Extra dimensional space. Yes. Each side pouch can hold up to 20 pounds of material, not exceeding a volume of two cubic feet. The large central pouch can hold up to eight cubic feet or 80 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to make you go through your bag before we went to the Underdark, but this might, uh, this might stop you from having to do that. What are you laughing at? That's a lot it's of space. That's it can hold awesome. uh, 100 and basically 120 pounds total, and it always weighs five pounds no matter what's in it. 
That's fantastic. Nice. You need this. Yes. Um, yeah, because you're a hoarder. Retrieving an item from the bag requires you use an action. When you reach into the haversack for a specific item, the item is always magically on top. It's the bottom of a real-life pocketbook. Uh, Ha-ha. Yeah. uh, If it's overloaded or if a sharp object pierces or tears it, the haversack ruptures and is destroyed. If it's destroyed, its contents are lost forever. Mm. Uh, If it's turned inside out, its contents spill forth. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, if a breathing creature is placed within the, <laughs> the haversack, the creature can survive for up to ten minutes, and then it begins to suffocate. It would have to be really small, though. I don't know. Oh, no. Eight, eight cubic feet? Eight cubic feet? Yeah. Mm. Uh, placing the haversack inside another extra-dimensional space destroys both items and opens a gate to the astral plane. Wait, uh, what did you say? <laughs> if you put it inside a bag of holding or a portable hole, they both get destroyed and open a gate to the astral plane. Uh, any creature within 10 feet of the gate is sucked through and deposited in a random location on the astral plane. <laughs> then the gate closes. The gate is one way only and cannot be reopened. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. Lock it back. Lock the thing back up. Mm-hmm. Um, close the door. Can I do an arcane check, arcana check real quick to see if I can charge that thunder wave back up to make it look like it wasn't trapped? Or do you, is it just... Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll an arcana check. Yeah. That's a 14 plus 8. Um, you know that you could do it, but you cannot do it as sort of like an instant cast action. Setting a trap like this with your spell would be something that would require probably like six to eight hours of focusing on. Okay. Close the door. As I found it, I try and... Can I do a cleanup check? Um, about this time as the door's closing, this is when Daff is coming back in. So you're sort of surrounded with some broken glass and papers all over the floor um, when he comes back. All right. Uh, I, it's funny that it's, Kira was outside and Amy left and now she's back at the same time Kira's walking know. in the door. It's hidden. The haversack? Yeah. Don't worry okay, about so where roll, it is. Roll a sleight of hand check for that since that would be the... 16 plus... Um, I love these rolls. Three. Yeah. Okay. These are the best right. rolls. And feel I feel like it's pretty... Hey, sorry about that. Accidentally knocked over a couple of vials. We I, were I, looking for a privy. We were, uh, uh, tripped. A tripped A privy. Oh, sorry. Um, Actually, the, open the door. Uh, you have to go to the, the outhouse for that. Okay, and where is that? It's just around the back. Okay, you come on. We go to the outhouse. All right, here, here's for the... <laughs> I um, need to take my mouse the to the outhouse. I'll give him, like, uh, 50 gold. Oh, that's that's fabulous. That's fantastic. That's, that's too much. No, take it. Here you go. There's 50 gold. I made a mess. Um, that's to clean you up. Bye, have a good day. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing there speechless. The gnomes, they're so It weird. was 49 gold. Is he? He didn't count it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, just as you're walking out the door, have to... It's still too much. All right. Um, uh, Did you hear what happened while you were feet outside and just starts mm-hmm. snickering wildly. <laughs> he looks over at Kira. Gnomes, they're just so strange, aren't they? I trust this one a little bit less than I trust others. Hmm. What happened? Weird. I'll tell you later. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool for like a second, Kira. I use I cast a message through the wall <laughs> to Aaron and say, "Make her be cool." <laughs> <laughs> 
so I'm basically just giving Aaron the what just happened looked, except this is an audio format. I'll, I'll clean this up uh, when when you leave. But uh, what was it that that you wanted for your credit again, dear? Uh, bows. We need yeah, short bows, bows and bows. Bows. Yes, of course. Short bows and long bows, not pretty bows. Short bows and long bows. Yes, we've got all those bows. Um, uh, here, here you one. go. Here. Um, this and some fish hooks, you said, right? Yes, and some farmer tools, perhaps. Um, yeah, I have I have a few. Um, unfortunately, nothing too spectacular, but I could throw in maybe half a dozen of those. Okay. Um, and I'll I'll bag up those fish hooks so you don't get your fingers. <gasps> oh, that's so sweet of you. Thank do, you. Do you want me to wrap them, um, each of the hooks, so that they they don't get tangled? Uh, nothing. Don't have to go. Are you sure? I'm I don't sh- mind. I'm sure. I, I could just sing another another song and wrap up your fish hooks if you'd like. The gnome isn't here to, for him to. I don't want him to miss the song. Okay, I'll just wrap them up then. <laughs> I okay. don't think I deserve to hear you sing if not so everyone can hear you sing. Put some, put some inside the bag. Ow. See, please be careful. That's why I don't go fishing. Okay, uh, here you well, go. These are not for me either. All right, thank you. You're, you're very welcome. Please tell your friends. And that's all the credit? Yeah, if you got all those long bows. Were you singing to yourself? <laughs> yeah. Guys, I think that's everything. We just need the metal stuff now. Do we have anything to trade for the I metal feel stuff a little now? Bad. Though? No. Not really. The Grease Wizard feels a little bad, but he's happy he did it. <laughs> You still have the 540 gold oh, okay. from Raven Tree. You just don't have any more of the... You traded all your goods. We had merchants okay. like this in Gast. They make it up very quickly. Don't worry. All right. He's probably got insurance, right? Right. right. Promise? Wait, what is that? Uh, we talked about I'm this sure last time. It. <laughs> it's farmers, right? Bum, 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 right? <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. I'm sure yeah. he has it. All right. Good. Okay, so... Are we Do you done like New Dern? In- <laughs> this isn't Dern. It's growing on, on Greece. This is nothing like Dern. No, I know. That's that's my that's the that's the joke. Okay, so we're done with our goods, except we still have our 540 gold, mm-hmm. and need all of our metal stuff. Okay. Um, when you go back outside of the inn, you see that the gate. I mean, the uh, not the inn. The general store. Are you done there? No. You, you, you gave me a look like you weren't. Okay. Of course, I'm not done yet. Well, I've got. I have went, no room on my inventory. The at this gnome point. went outside, so. Well, he's been. I don't think I'm going to buy anything. So. Further for the city, and it night has started to fall. What's the moon like? Oh, it's hitting your eye. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> when the moon hits your eye, I will raise a homunculus. This is our no. Oh my god! This is our most musical episode yet. <laughs> Date night, the musical. That's the name of the. This mm-hmm. is the name of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, you're maybe three days away from being able to start your ritual. Oh, okay. He's talking to him. Okay. Yes. Um, there's more that you'd like. Um, I have some blue dragon scales as well. Oh well, the going rate on blue dragon scales right now is about fifty gold a pound, dear. Oh, wonderful. What about um, a head spike? Does this look like it might have any magical properties, or is it just a pretty spike? A head spike? Yes, from a blue <laughs> dragon. Oh, I, I call those horns. Um, let me see. Uh, I wrote down what you told me, DM, so hush your mouth. 
I'm not a D. I'm Daph Odell. I'm DD. People call me DD. Okay, DD. Uh, I wrote see. down what let's God see. told let's me. See. That these headhorn, were headhorn. Let me look in my book uh, for. Uh, I've got this exchange rate on common uh, adventurer items. Let me just scroll down to headhorn. I don't know. What did you call it? Head spike. Uh, C headhorn. Headhorn. C spike. Spike C. <laughs> Dragonhorn. Dragonhorn. There it is. Okay. Uh, it looks like generally I can pay about 25 gold for the, the head spikes. Some people do grind them up into uh, some, some alchemical components. But... Um, uh, I don't really do that, but I can maybe sell it to somebody who does. I look at it. Does it have any magical properties, 16? Uh, or does it just look like it's a spike? It can't be horn? used as it is for... It might be a component for some ma- something magical. It, it can't be used magically. It doesn't. It also doesn't appear currently to be magically delicious. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, so anyways, what he... cereal is magically delicious? Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. How could you? <laughs> Heart <laughs> stars, horseshoes, clever zimbal moons, pots of golden rainbows, blue. and the red balloon. Except now they don't have the red balloon anymore. That's okay. So any hoodles? We're okay. really scrounging for that sweet, sweet Lucky Charms sponsorship. Mm-hmm. I love. Lucky I would Charms. take any cereal sponsorship <laughs> in mm-hmm. a heartbeat. I think grape nuts might be. They're made out of corn. <laughs> They're made out of corn, right? Grape nuts has been looking oh, for a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> corn smart. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Lucky charms are made with oats. Cornflakes. Yeah, okay, so the Crinkle scales, I've got four pounds, flakes. and then the spike horn thing. So you're looking at 225 gold. And do I have bewitching, bewitching perfume, or did I use that for something? It had charges, like it had ten charges. I can't yes. imagine you used all of it. I didn't. I used nine, but I don't remember if I used it in Jenny and Jerry's thing. You may have. I don't remember. I think I might have, but I didn't erase it. If you didn't erase it, I, I would think you'd still have it. But I do theoretically, I didn't stuff. have the ocarina on my list either. I went back like, oh yeah, I forgot I had that. Let's just say you do, right? I do that all the time. Uh, this oh, this perfume, <laughs> this does smell nice. Um, for I could maybe use that while I'm back in the city under siege, making the most of my time, I could maybe uh, pay uh, 70 gold for that. I can throw in these feathers and we can make it an even 300. Even an even Steven, certainly. I just made him fabulous. Did you just negotiate from 70 to 300, or did I miss no, a step in the middle? to 300. Oh. I'm erasing it this time. Okay. I don't feel like shopping. <laughs> I'm just trying to clear up some room. I'm broke. I'm going to have to go through my bag at the end of this episode anyway. I've already been warned, so I really don't care. It's all right. Uncle Carrie, anything. Even you. Your orc friend doesn't need anything? There are two half orcs in the party now. Well, the, the one who's left, I guess, is... Yeah, I, I walked out with uh, with the gnome. May I look at the inventory again, please? It's over there. Sorry I couldn't get you, your, your rat. Any beef jerky? I need to know if it's a rat or a mouse. You have a rat? It's a mouse. <laughs> it's a mouse. It's canonly a mouse. You have a mouse? Oh, know. that's right, you do. You were feeding it crumbs. Yes. And now I'm going to go to the end and get it some more crumbs. 
Can I? Can we assume that I've restocked my healer's kit in Raven Tree? Okay. So is this Steve Moon going to be new or uh, mm-hmm. full moon? Yes. Yeah, full. I only want to do it under the Steve Moon. Yeah, that's the best time to do it. <laughs> On the beach, yeah. drinking pina coladas. Doing it under the Steve Moon. That's one of my favorite Barry Gibbs songs. This really is a very musical episode. <laughs> I'm starting to become even more disturbed. Down and out. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again in two weeks. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter and Facebook at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com.